0: and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply.
1: We keep hearing warnings that we're headed for a recession, but what would that mean for the mortgage industry and who might get left behind? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, Head of Multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by Brent Nitre. He's Chief Financial Officer at ARC Mortgage. Brent, thanks for joining me. Sure. Happy to be here. So I guess just to start things off, Brent, um, I'm sure you've seen a lot of the same forecasts that that we've been talking about here. You know, what, what do you think about this and, and the likelihood that we're headed for a recession here in, in the United States?
2: Well, I, historically, the, you know, the definition of a recession has always been you know, two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. But, you know, there's more to it than that. The National Bureau of Economic Research actually determines what is a recession and what is not. Um, And, you know, while the Atlanta Fed GDP now estimate we will get the first estimate of GDP tomorrow, um, is looking like we might actually have that. The other side of the coin is that the labor market is exceptionally strong. I mean, this is this is, according to at least some estimates, the best labor market we've seen since just after World War II, since the early 50s. Um, So that will. And I think ultimately the strength of the labor market is 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 probably the most important uh, aspect of this, because I think when people think of recessions, they think of people losing their jobs. And uh, that's just not the case right now, at least so far now. Not, I mean, we'll, we'll see how, you know, we're still early in earnings season, but uh, so far it looks like the labor market is holding up. So, you know, even if you even if you get a technical recession, it's, it's probably not going to be anything like a typical one.
1: And and so right, not all recessions are created equal, and, and the only one we've really had in the last thirty years was was one of the worst ones we we've, we've sure. seen. So I guess to that point, you know, if we have one, it doesn't sound like you think it'll be a very deep one. It'll be very mild, perhaps in name only. And uh, there's some things that indicate the economy.
2: Yeah, I, I guess the, the the other side though that I would point out is that. Um, Typically, at least historically, monetary policy has affected the the economy with about a six to nine month lag. So a lot of the tightening that we've had over the past few months really hasn't hasn't really been felt yet. Um, And I think also with, uh, you know, the rise in in long term rates that acts as a tightening and also the, uh, you know, things like. uh, you know, I think the, the, the dollar as well are kind of affecting that as well.
1: And in particular to, to our space here in, in housing and in the mortgage industry, I mean, what, what, if it plays out like that, you know, we have a recession, but the labor market is strong. I mean, what impact might that have on housing? I mean, you could bring in money uh, you can bring in an income that's, that's good. But if, if the fed is raising rates and if mortgage rates are, are continuing to go up to your point, you know, we're just starting to feel the impact of, of some of the, the increasing mortgage rates now because home prices also have reached a point that homes are are less affordable. So so what might a recession do to the housing market? Well, that's that's that's
2: the million dollar question. I mean, I guess the, the to the ultimate the ultimate um, determinant of supply and demand and the U.S. is just underbuilt for God, a decade. So. Um, you know, I think the National Association of Realtors had a statistic that they estimate a housing gap of something like five and a half million to six million units, something like that. I mean, it's huge. It's like four years of housing starts. So, I mean, I, I don't know that we'll see any sort of uh, big drop in in prices nationwide. It just doesn't seem like the supply and demand aspect is there. And if the real estate market remain or if the labor market remains strong, then what might square the circle there with affordability is wage inflation. And I think that's probably more what we're going to see is I think, you know, we've uh, we've had a weak labor market for how many decades? I mean, the last time the labor market was really strong was the early 80s. And or mid '80s, probably, and then even '60s and '70s. So uh, labor's been taking it on the chin for a while, and I think uh, I think the uh, they have the upper hand. So I think I think rising wage growth is going
1: to support housing prices going forward. Right. Essentially, prices will wait for wages to catch up, and then uh, it's it's off to the races.
2: Well, affordability, you know, as as any you know as any car dealer tell you, I mean, the people don't care about the sticker price; they care about the monthly payment. And if uh, and and if, you know, wages rise up, your debt to income ratios fall. And that's and, and that's going to be the uh, that's that's going to help on the affordability front. The the problem with affordability is that we just still haven't built. And, you know, I don't you know, I looked at, at Pulte Homes numbers this morning and and, uh, you know, they're. They're starting to see the impact of rising rates with, you know, their cancellation rates were up. But on the other hand, their their gross margins were massive. Like, I think probably over 30%, which is humongous for a home builder. Still can't understand why they're not building. But I I guess it's a skilled labor shortage, but it's anybody's guess.
0: Don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas, August 18th through the 21st. See us at OriginatorConnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. OriginatorConnect.com.
1: And, and we're seeing that play out, you know, the, the, the supply issue and, and affordability is, is, has been for at least a couple of weeks now affecting, uh, you know, purchases and, 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 obviously that means origination as well, uh, has, has been trickling down. So if we get into a recession, you know, what's going to happen then in terms of the ability to, to write mortgages, are we going to see that continue to tumble? Do we think it'll level off because of some of the factors you pointed out?
2: Well, if we go into a recession, um, I think the fed's going to take the foot off, put off the brakes and that will allow rates to fall. Um, but ultimately, ultimately, what what uh, the mortgage market needs is is more home building. I mean, that's really that's really the the, the problem, I think, right now, um, you know, as as even with rates where they are, I mean, there are, you know, avenues to help mitigate the the, the rising rates. I mean, especially, you know, things like um, adjustable rate mortgages, I think will will make a comeback um and i wouldn't be surprised to see you know a return of you know piggyback mortgages where you know you do a second and uh and also i think uh i think probably the the biggest opportunity for mortgage originators right now are debt consolidation um cash out refis i mean because you know even even if if rates are if even if your mortgage rate goes from four to five and a half percent if you're paying you know, eighteen percent on credit card debt, and you have you know twenty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt. It probably makes sense to do. You'll probably still lower your monthly payment.
1: Yes. And it, are there any segments of the of the industry that that could really take it on the chin? I mean, we are seeing uh, delinquencies and, and foreclosures ticking up. You know, regardless, regardless of whether that's the end of of pandemic programs or whatever it is that was was keeping it down. Uh, those have trickled back up. I mean, are there, is there anyone who should be worried more than others about a recession?
2: Um, you know, I, I, that's a tough one, because I, I, at the end of the day, some 95 percent of mortgages originated in this country are guaranteed by the government. So, um, you know, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and, and uh, Jenny Mae might you might see some upticks and delinquencies but i think you know um, unlike 2008 mbs investors will still get their principal and interest um you know non-qm i you know that that's been on again off again for the past five years and i have to imagine if we had a new recession it will be in the off again stage of it although non-qm is such a tiny fraction of the mortgage market that it just doesn't it. It isn't big enough to register if there's any pain there. Um, certainly, I think uh, I think probably the biggest the biggest one would be Ginny Mae servicers. I think they're because the uh, the advancing rules for them are for Ginnie Mae servicers are pretty pretty harsh, and so you could see some some people get conceivably get wrapped around the axle, especially if they had uh, you know kind of a low quality credit quality portfolio.
1: So some of those, specifically those loans and and the surfacing of them, those are the areas where we might run into the biggest trouble.
2: That's what I would
1: think. I mean, I I don't,
2: I don't. Everybody's got so much home equity right now that um, you know I don't think you're going to see anything like you know you saw the strategic defaults that we had in two thousand and six, where you know you would have investors. Um, buying up a property and putting three percent down, and then when the real estate market started coming in, they just threw the keys to the bank and said it's yours. Um, you know, now you know typical non-QM loan, for example, has or typical investor loans has thirty percent equity in it. So, you know, I, I don't think it's a comparable situation. Uh, you know, FHA is tough. I mean, I, you know, that's that's probably the most vulnerable aspect of of society economically, which would be the typical FHA borrower. And the servicers are on the hook to advance principal and interest payments to uh to the ultimate investor. And and unlike Fannie, where they kind of limit it to four months. I mean judy May is a long time. And in states like New York and New Jersey, where a foreclosure can take three years, you know, some people, some some servicers could end up uh, getting
1: hurt by that, and so as we're looking around to to sort of you know everyone wants to make sure that they can get through whatever recession may or may not come our way. I mean, does it doesn't sound like you think it's going to be very deep. So you know how how do we survive whatever pain might be felt? Is it just as simple as you know make sure you're you're diversifying what you're selling and and your your costs are in line and, and just some of the, the basics, or do we have to do anything special to try to? uh be ready for for a receipt are, are you talking from an investor' standpoint no i'm sorry from 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 you know an originator standpoint from a broker standpoint oh, from people yeah. working in the in the mortgage yeah there's there's really um
2: I have the 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 refi index is what it's twenty year lows um i i think the uh yeah, ultimately, it's going to come down to cost cutting. Uh, I, I think that's the single best thing you can do. Uh, I also think working on cash out debt consolidation refis will still be a, a ripe opportunity, especially as people have a lot of home equity. The, I think that's probably going to be the best. And then the rest is, you know, if we had a newer recession, ultimately, uh, ultimately, I think the Fed will at least take the foot off the brakes and we'll see at least stability in the mortgage market as far as rates go. And you know, people that have that have uh done loans over the over the past you know three months or so might you might see a little bit of a pop in you know, refi activity from them. But it's ultimately gonna come down to inflation. If if uh if inflation goes back down towards the Fed's two percent goal, then uh then I think uh you know, the chances of a recession are a lot lower because they just don't have to be as aggressive.
1: Sure. Let's let's hope that that, that, that happens <laughs> and we sort of hit that, that sweet spot that people are pessimistic well, about.
2: I mean, there's certainly some uh there's certainly some some nice indications there. Um you know, if you look at the Goldman Sachs Commodity Index, that's that's down pretty substantially over the past couple months. Um, you know, you're seeing you know, agricultural, you know, things like corn, for example, I think is down 26% over the past couple of months. So you're starting to see a little bit of, you know, oils back down to low 90s. Those those things are helpful, but ultimately it's going to come down to wages. I mean, I think that's that's the ultimate thing. And as of now, we're still until we hear differently. We're in the strongest labor market in
1: most of our lifetimes. Brent, thank you so much for joining us. Sure, thanks.
0: And we'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness.
1: Here's the rest of your headlines for today, July 28th. As expected, the Federal Reserve raised rates by 75 basis points Wednesday, and that's drawing mixed reaction. In fact, as of this morning, 47% of people who voted in our unscientific poll say that this will have significant impact on mortgage rates and 45% say it won't. You can vote in the poll at nationalmortgageprofessional.com. GDP shrank for the second quarter, this time by 9 tenths of a percent. But many economists say other factors, including a strong labor market, mean we're not in a recession yet. And finally, two more lenders saw their earnings fall in the second quarter. Freddie Mac's net income was down by a third compared to last year. And for First American, the dip was more than 60%. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by TG Cutamparo, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.